This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game is brought to you by Baptist Health, Farah and Farah, and by Everbank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars postgame after a Jags victory. Jags 37, Colts 20 in week six. The Jaguars are now 4-2. and two. The Colts fall to 3-3. Three and three. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor coming up. And we've got plenty to get to in the hour ahead. We'll hear from head coach Doug Peterson, Bucky Brooks standing by near the Jaguars locker room. And uh, we'll get uh, the head coach's thoughts, maybe some players as well. We'll try to listen to Trevor Lawrence's press conference Whenever that gets going in just a little while. But the Jaguars get it done. Defensive effort today. Bunch of takeaways in this game. Four turnovers for the Jaguars' defense. And uh, they had a big lead early. It got a little interesting late. But the Jaguars pull away for a 17-point win. The other storyline, obviously, will be the health of Trevor Lawrence. The left knee injury with 3.04 to play fourth quarter on a quarterback run around the left side. was sacked. And kind of twisted that left knee, and uh, you know we'll see if we hear we should hear from Trevor Lawrence after the game. Uh, that will be a big question mark, especially with a short week Thursday night football. But a winning result at the end of the day, Mike. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a strange game. Uh, 234 total yards for the Jaguars' offense, and they put up 37 points. I mean, we're not complaining about the point total, but the defense really set them up today. Had their hands on the ball a lot. Uh, Devin Lloyd wasn't wearing a cast on his hand. He might have had a couple of interceptions. Yeah, right. uh, Rayshon Jenkins could have had three uh, today. He had the one uh, that got overturned because of penalty. He had another one that he dropped, in and he ultimately ended up with one. So uh, defense making plays. Pass rush got to Minshew a little bit, who ended up throwing for a lot of yards, but a lot of it kind of felt like garbage time. You know, um, even though they made it interesting, 14-point game, kind of late, JP. I, I, inexplicable. And I get it. You want to be aggressive. We're going to put the game away. Well, you put the game away at that point by kicking a field goal. And I don't understand. You and I have been talking about it since it happened. Why would Trevor Lawrence even be outside the pocket with the ball in his hands with a 14-point lead with three minutes to go? Just hand it off. And if you don't get the first down, big deal. McManus makes it a three-score game, which he did from 51 yards. But, yeah, it's 17 yards of difficulty to that kick on top of the fact that you put your quarterback – in jeopardy we hope that he's fine uh, all indications are he was moving around pretty well there towards the end he went out uh, on the field you know unaccompanied to shake hands and do some of that stuff right. so I think it'll be all right but the uh yeah we'll get to that obviously Trevor Lawrence coming up in just a little bit we'll hear from Doug Peterson of course Jaguars head coach and pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor is joining us now fresh from the uh, upstairs show on the video boards and a big Jaguars win over the division rivals Fred with a big smile on his face what's up <laughs> I'm thinking you guys might find me uh, I mean coming in here in the coffin area I will get fined 10 grand for showing up this late. But uh, it was a great game, man. It was. It was a really good game. The defense, man, they said we weren't taking that. This offseason they heard everything about the offense, and they pretty much led us the almost the entire way this season, man. They've made some great performances. The Bills yep. versus the, 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 the Chiefs, although we didn't win that one. They played lights out. The offense didn't show up that day. But uh, today – pretty much like they did versus the Chiefs. They created the opportunities. 
the offense went down and uh, and scored off of them. If you take those 17 points back, then it's a tie ball game. I don't know if any one of you guys said that already, but uh, just lights out for those guys. Uh, but, yeah, good team win, though. Yeah, look, if you just look at the box score, you're like, oh, Minshew's 33 of 55 for 329 yards. And you're like, eh, you didn't watch the game, did you? Because see, he got so much of it late. And the top two tailbacks, Moss and Taylor, combined 15 carries for 40 yards. So the Jags run defense getting the job done again. Fred, they came in ranked seventh in the league yeah. against the run. Uh, and now this is five out of six really good performances for them, with the exception of the Houston game, where really nobody on in any phase played particularly well. The defense has been the, the main consistent part of this football team. Correct. I think um, they're probably just giving up like 70 yards a game right now. I believe it was 80 before the game started. But uh, they're playing great across the board. If, I think me and Brian, we spoke about uh, uh, Trayvon Walker. You know, everybody wants him to go out there and get the sacks. Sacks are the one thing that, you know, people tend to uh, grade defensive ends by. But I'm pretty sure if the coaches look at what he's doing in the run game, he's stout. You know, you're not going to see too much get past his side. Uh, and, and also discipline. You know, he's setting the edge, which is what they're supposed to do. So we all like to see the sacks, but I think he's doing his part to help this defense become uh, what they are. Jaguars get it done over the Indianapolis Colts, 37-20. The final score, Jaguars defense with four takeaways in this game. Uh, Darius Williams had an interception, third straight game for him uh, with a pick in this one. There was a sack fumble by Josh Allen early that set up the uh, ETN touchdown run of 22 yards. And uh, Rayshon Jenkins got in the act again as well, and he's standing by with Bucky Brooks. Bucky? Rashad, big day for the defense. Four takeaways. You guys now may have a league high, 15 turnovers. How are you able to get it done, taking the ball away? Oh, uh, man, just when that ball is in the air, we got to attack it. And, uh, you know, that that quarterback is back there holding that ball for too long. We already know what our D-line going to do. And uh, we know there's been talk about, you know, whether our pass rush is there, this, that, and the third. But, you know, that was a pretty good O-line they just went against. And, you know, they, they've shown consistently that they can um, generate pressure. Yeah, one of the things that shows up consistently, not only you guys taking the ball away, but the tackling. From last year to this year, you're doing a really good job in the open field. What is going into making you guys a really good tackling team? Um, I would say just self-scouting from last year, coming into OTAs. I know even starting back in OTAs, uh, you know, two big things that we wanted to improve on was our third down percentage and then our tackling. Um, I want to say we were too clo close to the bottom and missed tackles last year, but we had so many swarming people swarming to the ball it didn't it didn't look too crazy but now we just we just knew that you know what we needed to improve on we, we knew what we had to do to get it done and then honestly in practice that's what we 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 do attack under every day like that that's one thing you know uh coach shake cody and um you know uh carl is gonna make us do every day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well you want to be a good tackle team you have to tackle mm -hmm. uh another thing that stands out is after the London trip, like you guys went to London, there appears to be a, a better connectivity, more chemistry, particularly on the defense side of the ball. What happened overseas that allowed y'all to connect? Um, I would just say, you know, just being around each other just for that period of a time. We were over there for 10 days. We were able to go out and, uh, you know, explore the city. But then, you know, when we had to come back and lock in, you know, uh, we did a good job of doing that as well. And we knew that you know, uh, those two consecutive losses that we had early on, um, I mean, it's still early, but, you know, early, earlier than this, uh, we knew that if we wanted to get on a trajectory we knew we were going to be on, we had to uh, really just hone in, in in London in a different environment, 
Um, we knew that would be just great for the uh, momentum and chemistry of the team. Okay, you got a quick turnaround. Playing on a Thursday. Uh -huh. Like, I don't even know how you get ready. How do you get ready on such a turnaround coming off an emotional game like this to then get ready to play on a Thursday? <laughs> Go jump in the ice tub <laughs> right now. Go sit in the <laughs> ice tub. Uh, I think the main thing is just, just getting the physical. Um, ready to go for this uh, upcoming game, like you just said, it's a quick turnaround, three or four days. I mean, normally I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm still sore, you know, on on that Thursday. So um, you know, we play on Thursday, obviously, and you know, just just a lot of just uh, uh, rehab and stuff like that, and um, you know, just just getting the mental right as well. Well, look, man, we're looking forward to it, man. We can pull that one off in New Orleans, sitting pretty in the division. Yes, sir, absolutely, that, and and we're looking forward to doing that. Thanks, man. We see you, right. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. That's Rayshon Jenkins. Eight tackle day for the Jags' safety and an interception. One of three picks. Four takeaways for the Jaguars' defense today. Plenty more to come. We'll uh, hear more from Bucky Brooks just outside the Jaguars' locker room and head coach uh, Doug Peterson coming up as well after a Jaguars victory 37-20 over the Colts. And this is Jaguars' postgame on Jaguars Radio. Maximize your energy savings with a new energy-efficient heating and cooling system from Florida Home Air Conditioning today. Get up to $1,750 back at a free Nest thermostat when Florida Home buys back your old inefficient HVAC system. Expert technicians and flexible payment options are great reasons to call Florida Home today. Florida Home Air Conditioning, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit FloridaHomeAC.com for details, terms, and conditions. License number CMC1250399, CFC1430664, EC1300085557. FloridaHomeAC.com. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7-liter high-output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks! This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Everyone circle up. I know it looks rough out there. Sure, we're down 24 to 6, but we came here to play differently. We need a game changer. Something like Ring Central, the business phone system that's more than a phone. I want you to communicate like you can talk to anyone, anywhere, all from the same app. Now get out there and play like you're using Ring Central. Ring Central, simpler communications. Don't make a bad call when it comes to servicing your home. Cooling off with a baby pool in the house to fix your air conditioning problem is a bad call. Trying to catch a wave in a flooded bathroom is a bad call. Using a burning electrical panel to make s'mores is a bad call. The next time something goes wrong, make a good call to Donovan. Whether you need air, electric, or plumbing service, Donovan is always a good call. It's why we've been trusted by our customers for almost 40 years and why you can trust us to deliver fast, reliable service to your home. Donovan, always a good call. Visit DonovanAC.com today. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC continues. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor from the Hyundai Studios at Everbank Stadium after Jags win 37-20 over the Colts. PRI Productions, the Southeast full-service event company, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIProductions.com and learn more. Coming up, Bucky Brooks uh, down in the Everbank, Everbank vault. That's uh, coming up shortly with a conversation with head coach Doug Peterson. But, Fred, uh, the offense today, Travis Etienne adding a couple more rushing scores. 
Finished today 18 for 55 yards on the ground, but those two scores were big early. The uh, the Wildcat keeper, 22 yards after the sack fumble to open up a two-score lead was big. Yeah, that, that all looked good, JP. Um, and I'll get back to uh, keep the keeping the real portion of this. Uh, he had 10 for 53 at the half. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he was on his way to achieving 100 yards, especially with the team having a lead, knowing they would have to run the ball. But uh, in all honesty, the, the offense did not play well, at least statistically here. You know, they didn't run the ball when they needed to run to get the uh, job done. You, you mentioned there he only finished with 55 yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so on another eight carries after that to only get two more yards, uh, that's tough sledding. That's a lot of tough grinding. Uh, and even in the past game here, you know, Trevor didn't have over – already have 148-yard net passing. Uh, so they have to figure out a way to uh, create a real balance. Uh, again, if the defense – if they don't have those 17 off turnovers, if the defense didn't give them that op- those opportunities, I think this can be a much, much closer game. Um, but, yeah, I, I like to see them have a bit more consistency – in their approach, uh, because that was a big play. That was the one big play in the game uh, with uh, Travis Etienne. But uh, just didn't do anything impressive, in my opinion. I don't think so. Mm -mm. It's funny, because this is the second game against the Colts this year, where I think we all would agree the Jags played okay, right? (laughs) Like offensively, right? And they scored 68 points in those two games. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, and this left us feeling, I think, pretty good after opening week, Fred, 31 points. And you're just like, eh, you know, wasn't so hot. And look, maybe this defense is something we can count on. It it won't be every single week. But, I mean, again, five out of six good performances giving you these opportunities. If you take that one runaway from ETN, I know you broke it down like first half versus second half, but all the other rushing attempts combined he was under two yards a carry for the whole game with the exception of that one but he did pop the big one yeah right? and yeah. and it came and Brandon McManus this is why you went out and got him right mm-hmm. that this guy's got a big leg he hit all his kicks today and you run him out there from 51 yards and it might as well be a 35 yarder to uh, McManus so uh, he came up very big I mean you'd always rather get the touchdowns but at least they were converting points when they had the opportunity Right, and you want to see the big plays. Don't get me wrong. I, I Many people understand the nature of the run game where you can have negative runs and one-yard runs and then, boom, have a 50-yarder. So I get it, you know, and, and, and even maybe I'm reaching a bit. You know, I, I guess I want, them to see, I want to see more. You know, with the caliber of players out there, I really think this is a game where I believe they should have put up 50 on that Colts team with the turnovers that they had. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy to celebrate the win with them. Uh, but i like to see a bit more fr- uh, in the production area from them. Yeah, good news is you, it, we say that after a win, yes. right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, if, if you'd say, oh, man, we're frustrated, and how do we let that one get away? It'll get better. Well, it will get better, we think. And you can say that now as you sit there at 4-2 and two with a three-game winning streak and you feel like this team is right at the ship. Yeah, nobody in the locker room cares about what we're saying about the stats. Right. They're looking at what's in the win column and the fact that they're leading the division. Uh, on a short week, I think that's their focus. You know, being able to get those guys that went down. Trevor had the, the knee banged up late there. Uh, 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 Tyson Campbell and Sheriff earlier in the game. Yeah. They want to get their guys back so they can keep trending in this direction, having won three in a row. So now they're going to try to get to the fourth. So 
we're just radio hosting people and that stuff. So, uh, all right, answer answer the questions. Should we ask one? <laughs> Mrs. Brody. Okay, you good? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Doug, yeah. yes. Uh, can you start us off with uh, an update on Trevor? I don't have an update yet. Okay. How did you think he played, and and was there any uh, second thoughts on the play call where he's rolling out late in the game? Um, I thought he played really well. Um, you know, as far as that play call, I mean, that, those are situations that we, you know, we we understand too. We we were trying to get a, a short sack, not necessarily try to circle the defense. So. Uh, Part of it's on us, part of it's on Trevor, but at the same time, we got to be smart there. But um, I thought he played played extremely well, saw the field again really well, threw the ball well. Uh, just the one miscommunication with uh, with Christian for the interception, but uh, you know we'll clean that up. Indy comes out, 16 plays, eight and a half minutes. Uh, how important was it to respond immediately, even though the score came early in the second quarter? It almost matched him. I think the drive went more than seven minutes. Yeah, I mean, obviously we – we try to start the games fast. Um, you know, it was a good drive by them. I mean, they, they, they mixed it up. I mean, ball was out of, you know, uh, Gardner's hand extremely fast. And, you know, they did a nice job. They stayed first down, second down, first down, and, you know, went down. Defense, you know, obviously um, in the red zone stopped, you know, kept them to three there. Uh, but it was it was good. It was good for our offense to respond there and, and get the touchdown. And, and um, um, you know, just just pleased with the effort, you know, especially in the first half of, uh, you know, defensively creating takeaways and offense scoring, you know, and that's something we haven't really been able to do, you know, score in the red zone, and, and we were able to do that, and we were able to actually score, you know, even further out on a couple of plays, so that that was good to see, too. Doug, uh, four, four turnovers, say, by the defense, 15 on the year. I mean, how good of a job are they doing, and how important is that, obviously, to get those turnovers? Yeah, I mean, the defense sometimes doesn't get enough credit for that. You know, the takeaways are something that we – um, as a team, talk about they talk about it as a as a defense, and, and um, it just it, it, it just shortens the field for your offense, right? And, and um, pass rush again today. There was pressure on Gardner, you know, putting in, in places maybe he didn't want it to go. And again, just uh, a great team effort on defense to uh, uh, play the way they did today. Oh yeah, uh, the the effort, the intensity, uh, the guys responded, um, you know, and really all week, um, you know, it is hard. It's hard to when you're over there for ten days and your bodies are used to that 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 time change and coming back here. It takes it takes a little while, you know, and it takes several days to get back, um, you know, back on East Coast time. But the guys handled the week extremely well. Proud of them. Uh, they had a lot of energy again today, and uh, that was really good to see. Now we, we've got a short week, so you know, um, we got to keep that rolling. Can you uh, talk about, was it a concerted effort to get Brenton Strange in the passing game this week, or was that just something that organically no, happened I mean, today? We, it kind of more organically happened. You know, we, we, every week we've got opportunities, you know, for him to catch the football. Um, and it just happened this week was the week. So it's nothing that we schemed up, you know, specifically for him. But uh, there are plays that have been in each week, and we finally were able to get to him and, and call him. Doug, do you have an update on the other two guys, uh, Tyson and, and Brandon? Okay. Uh, 
So how have it for you tomorrow. On a day like today where you have a couple guys go down, does that change your approach to this week, or was your approach going to be so light anyway? How do you it, get it, ready it for does, it? It doesn't matter. I mean, the, the week's the week, right? I mean, um, they anybody that got nicked up in this game, they just got to live in the training room, you know, and, and get treatment 24-7. And, and um, you know, uh, it's just a, it's the nature of the week, right? We, we, we we slow things down. It becomes more of a mental day. We're trying to get everybody, you know, as healthy as we can. You know, going into Thursday, it's on the road um, against a good football team. So, yeah, it doesn't change the nature of the week. Was the initial fear on Trevor that it was pretty severe or in the initial concern level for you when you saw it happen or when he came off? Or? Um, I mean, you know, I guess it's the same level of concern as when Brandon went down. You know, I'm always concerned for my players, you know, when they, when they go down in situations like that. Um, you know, and, and Tyson's the same way. You know, it, it's just unfortunate there. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where they're at here uh, later tonight and probably have an update or we'll have an update for you tomorrow. Doug, there's going to be people, there'll be people asking why weren't you running the ball right there, just running it in the line and eating up 40 seconds. Can you just explain why, why that call was in? Well, that calls in the game plan because um, it's a movement play. It allows the quarterback to get on the edge uh, in situations like that. Sometimes, he, you know, listen, it, it, you know, you've seen it, you've seen it work a million times, right? And a million and one, it didn't work. Uh, but we were able to get three points out of it. So um, from that standpoint, it was effective. You know, it's just, and look, you, you, you is there a little bit of risk there to, to, you know, run your quarterback? Yes. Uh, but at the same time, the, the, the reward is you get the first down and you stay on the field and you ice the game in those situations. So uh, definitely wouldn't change, you know, the, the scenario, the situation. Uh, we can coach that a little bit better and, and ask him maybe to go down a little bit sooner. Uh, Doug, uh, obviously the defense, as you mentioned, had a tr tremendous game. But I want to ask about the fourth quarter, ask you about that, because obviously not many teams go backwards 17 yards to get a field goal out of the whole deal of that. What was your assessment of the fourth quarter? Does it take anything away going into New Orleans on Thursday? No. Um, you know, uh, obviously, yeah, you'd, you'd love to not give up that many yards on one particular play. But, um, you know, the fact that, you know, Brandon was kicking the ball extremely well. So getting the three points there was, was big. It, it stretched the lead. Um, you know, so, I mean, it, it – the fourth quarter, you know, we, we knew they were going to be in, you know, four downs the rest of the game. Um, you know, so so the defense could really put the put the pressure in the pass, you know, with the pass rush and, and um, again creating the takeaways they did and, and putting the offense in short in short fields. I would much rather some of those things. I mean, you know, you'd rather have touchdowns obviously in situations like that, but coming away with points were big. Doug, are these three games kind of what you guys thought you would be or could be going into the season? what we've seen these last three weeks? I, I think it's a glimpse of what we can be. Um, you know, there's still some areas that we have to we have to clean up, obviously. But, you know, I think I think the team is really in these last three weeks um, kind of figuring some things out and who we are as a football team. And um, and, and that's exciting to see. They, they've really embraced that. And, um, you know, to come away with three wins, especially after the two losses we had, um, is is pretty special for the for these guys. So I think we're figuring that out, um, you know. But again, it's you know six weeks in and a lot of football ahead. Can you uh, touch on Josh Allen? He had a strip sack today. He's been the 
most consistent pass rusher you've had. It's a contract year. He's been uh, pretty good the first six games of this season. Just talk on his play. Yeah, yeah Josh is Josh is you know heart and soul on defense, and and um, he's been playing extremely well. And and it's 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 uh, it's good to see. You know, um, there were a lot of things I think um, <clears throat> he probably felt a little you know pressure maybe to start the season to to perform, and and he's answered. He's answered that, and and. Um, you know he, he works hard during the week, and so it's no it's no surprise that this is what he's capable of doing, and and um, you know just continues to to find ways to, to get around the quarterback to affect the quarterback. Uh, it it obviously impacts the defense. You know when he's creating uh, the plays that he's doing, either a tackle for loss or a you know a, a strip sack, fumble, things of those nature, things of that nature. I, I you know and so it's just a, it's a credit to Josh. You know and and, and how he's how he's getting himself ready to play. Uh, Doug, you've been here almost a year and a half. Three straight weeks now, halftime leads, two of those double-digit leads. That's, that's really rare uh, for this franchise. What, what's it been like coaching with the lead as opposed to what you're used to coming from behind? Um, it, it's, it's never satisfying. It's still nerve-wracking. Um, this is the NFL, and you see it each week where a team's way up and the other team comes back, right? Even in college football, it happens. And, you know, obviously, yeah, you're, you're excited. Team's playing well. You know, you've got that type of lead at halftime. But, you know, the message has always been and always will be that, that we've got to finish the game, right? And, and I think there was a little bit of a lull offensively to start the third quarter. I think we went three and out right there. And, um, you know, those are things that we have to we have to fix. That's one of the areas that we have to address, right? You you want to come out in third third quarter there with the ball and and try to go down and get get points if possible. So, um, you know, the game's never over. Game's never out of reach. Um, it's evident, obviously, we experienced that a year ago. And so, you know, my message to the team is always: we got to continue to play for sixty minutes. Thanks, coach. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. It's football season, and time to take your game to the next level with a Ford F-150 truck. Light up your tailgate with an available Pro Power onboard generator, and with an available 3.5-liter EcoBoost engine, you can tow just about anything you need to rule the stadium lot. Ford F-150, part of the F-Series lineup that have been the best-selling pickups for 46 straight years. Get to your local Ford store today. Proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't make a bad call when it comes to servicing your home. Cooling off with a baby pool in the house to fix your air conditioning problem is a bad call. Trying to catch a wave in a flooded bathroom is a bad call. Using a burning electrical panel to make s'mores is a bad call. The next time something goes wrong, make a good call to Donovan. Whether you need air, electric, or plumbing service, Donovan is always a good call. It's why we've been trusted by our customers for almost 40 years and why you can trust us to deliver fast, reliable service to your home. Donovan, always a good call. Visit DonovanAC.com today. Brooks Rehabilitation is hiring nurses who want to be empowered as advocates, educators, care coordinators, and leaders in exceptional patient care. They have open RN, LPN, HHA, and CNA positions across their inpatient, skilled nursing, and home health care settings. Join their nationally recognized team where you'll serve as a central team member doing what you do best, providing exceptional patient care. Apply at careers.brooksrehab.org. 
we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm, <sighs> best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. As the official supermarket of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Publix is helping fans gear up for game day with the limited-time Jaguar sub. Piled high with hot deli chicken tenders, boar's head bacon, cheddar cheese, coleslaw, and barbecue mayonnaise on a white sub roll. The Jaguar sub is an easy, delicious meal for any fan. Make it an ultimate game day by ordering the Jaguar sub online for in-store pickup. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC continues. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and Fred Taylor in the Hyundai Studios. Jaguars 37, Colts 20. Let's head down to the Everbank Vault where Bucky Brooks is standing by with head coach Doug Peterson. Coach, you have a big win. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? You know, four takeaways, 17 points off turnovers. How do you feel about the win? I feel great, you know, especially coming after coming after a 10-day stretch in London. Um, you know, the concern is having a little bit of a letdown, a little bit of a lull energy-wise. But guys came out ready to play. I was excited about that. Good to see. Um, you know, it really after that first Colts drive to start the game, defense really settled in and, and um, you know, again, played played outstanding, played well, you know, with the four takeaways and offense being able to capitalize on that. And um, just, to, again, special teams at the end showing up. You know, uh, with the big return. So again, all three phases are are are, are playing much better than uh, than than we have in previous weeks. Yeah. So and, and and think about the defense because there's always so much concern about the defense and the pass rush and those things. But the turnovers, 15 takeaways, may lead the National Football League. That's always been a point of emphasis here. How does it work, rushing coverage? How does it work together? It, it all goes hand in hand, right? I mean, you put pressure on a quarterback, he throws you know, sooner than he wants to, or you move him off his spot, he, he misses a read, it affects his eyes. Pass rush is very important to takeaways, right? And, and uh, uh, that's what you saw today, you know. And, and you know, and Gardner's not a tall guy, but at the same time when you can put that pressure up the middle of the pocket where he's got to throw a little bit higher, which you saw today, balls are going to sail. And, um, you know, it was just a great job defensively, the D-line, uh, you know, utilizing that pass rush, and then, and then the DB's, you know, we should have had probably two more. Yeah. You know, Devin Lloyd, if he doesn't have a cast on his thumb. <laughs> he has two. You yeah, know, he's, he's got a couple. So, uh, just a great effort defensively today. Um, proud of the guys. Okay, so the offensive coach, and you may look at the stats, you can see 250 yards or less, but you have 37 points. So, when you're in a game, like, how do you say, hey, let's just go win the game, and we'll fix it on Monday? I mean, that's that's just the way. You know, we had, we had a, we had a, a one-play touchdown today, you know, um, and, and it could have been – it could have been a little bit better. We we kick field goals instead of scoring touchdowns, you know, which we try to do. But uh, you know, listen, the win's the win. You take it the way, and you go back and you evaluate the tape, and and you, you know, you make the make the the improvements, the corrections, whatever, and and try to get better the next week. Unfortunately, we're playing on Thursday, so you don't get a chance to really spend time with this tape, and because um, you're on to the next opponent. But you know, the fact that we scored 37, um, all three phases really had a hand in that. And uh, I was just pleased that the offense was able to kind of capitalize um, 
you know, on some of the mistakes that uh, that they made today. So Brandon McMahon is coming over. Field goals 48, 49, 51. How big is it to have a kicker that's nails from that long distance? Yeah, like today the kick line was a 38-yard line under normal, you know, circumstances. And it, it just gives you a lot of confidence when you get near that 40-yard line that, that, you know, okay, let's stay positive offensively. Let's not try to go backwards with a sack, a penalty, you know, a negative loss for yards or something like that. And um, you're still trying to score touchdowns. We're not taking that away. But at the same time, if it comes up and you're you're in your fourth and three, fourth and four, you know, you kick the field goal. You got a lot of confidence that he's going to make those kicks. So you talked about a short turnaround, quick week, play on a Thursday. How do you get your team ready so fast? You, you know, um, obviously they can enjoy this win, but at the same time, you know, they got to get their rest. They got they, They're coming back in the building tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. You know, we're putting a game plan in tomorrow, and we're gonna we're gonna do a walkthrough tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. You know, and you just listen. It's it's part of it, right? Um, uh, and and you do what you can. There's gonna be no um, full speed reps this week. Everything's gonna be slowed down, kind of a jog through tempo, jog through pace. We got some guys banged up today, so we're gonna have to stay in the training room, get those guys healthy. You know, in the next three four days, and then we're traveling. So. Um, you know, I'll do my part to make sure that these guys are as fresh as possible. Nobody's going to be fresh on a Thursday night. Um, fortunately, Saints are, you know, on the same schedule, so they got to do the same thing. But, uh, you know, uh, the guys will handle the week fine. Well, if you get through it, do you get a long little break, a yeah. little mini buy? Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the carrot at the end of the week, <laughs> I guess. So hopefully, man, we have a good week. We have a week of prep. See you on Thursday. Get another win. Yep. Thanks, Bucky. All right, it's head coach Doug Peterson with Bucky Brooks after a Jaguars win. We're back in a moment. Plenty more ahead. We'll listen in to Trevor Lawrence whenever he does visit with the media. More from Fred Taylor and Mike Dempsey coming up as well. Jaguars get a win 37-20 over the Colts in this Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Want to be up close and personal with the Jaguars as they take the field? Here's your chance to be in the shadows outside the Jaguars locker room, now called The Vault. Enter today at jaguars.com shadows. One winner a guest for every home game at Everbank Stadium. No purchase to enter or win must be 18 or older and a legal resident of Florida or Georgia. Promotion period 9523-121523. For official rules and complete details, visit jaguars.com. Sponsored by Jacksonville Jaguars, LLC. What widens the eyes, tightens the stomach, and flutters the heart. Adrenaline. Feel it for yourself in the Toyota RAV4, Camry, Corolla, and Tacoma. Lease a new 2023 Toyota RAV4 LE for $319 a month for 36 months. Toyota. Let's go places. Offer valid through October 31st, 2023. Well-qualified lessees with approved credit through Southeast Toyota Finance. 3618 due at signing. No security deposit with select equipment. 350 disposition fee. Excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fee. See dealer for details. Cancer patients across the Southeast make Baptist MD Anderson Cancer Center in Jacksonville their first choice for treatment. Dr. Jonathan Milquist explains why. We have so many resources that can help a patient from the very onset, and we just have a degree of unity and cohesive care that is hard to match. It's especially with the tougher cancers that we really excel. Appointments available now. Call 844-632-2278. Jaguars fans, huddle up. Do you own a vehicle made in the last 10 years? If your car is outside of factory warranty or with no warranty coverage, get the best defense against expensive auto repairs with CarShield, the official auto protection partner of the Jaguars. 
With plans to fit every budget, CarShield helps you cover up to 5,000 parts and systems. Call 800-471-1223 now or go to carshield.com slash jaguars. That's 800-471-1223 or go to carshield.com. Uh, talk about how, you, how you're feeling and any, uh, any concerns whatsoever about you not suiting up Thursday night. You know, I'm, I'm feeling okay. Um, I'm going to get it. Get it checked out, you know, tonight, and, and see kind of what's going on. I feel pretty good. I'm walking around all right, so I uh, can't really say much now. I don't really you know, want to make sure everything's checked out before. Have you have you really had any issues with it before in your in your football life? No, I haven't. I haven't. So that's also what makes it tough, and it's a little bit bruised too. So just trying to kind of sort through kind of what it is right now. Can you just kind of run us through? What happened on that play? And, and uh, I know, like, you were on the ground, you kind of like picked up your leg a little bit and what your fear was or anything like that. Yeah, I just felt something, you know, just some discomfort in my knee when I went down. I don't know if it was twisted or landed on or what. Um, so I kind of felt it right away and then kind of put a little pressure on it. I realized I can get up. So I was just trying to get up and get off and you know, get off the field. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's all it was there. <laughs> Trevor, can you uh, talk just a little bit about the offense today and what went right for you guys? Yeah, I thought we had a really good first half. Um, we took advantage of a lot of short fields that the defense had given us, which was which was great. Our defense is playing great right now. Um, and I thought we put some, some really good drives together, the, especially the first drive coming out. I think that was, I don't know how long. You know, They had a long drive and ended up getting a field goal. And then we came out, had a long drive, and ended up scoring a touchdown. I thought that really kind of set the tone. Um, that we can play that type of game if, if that's what we need to do. So that was that was big for us. On the second half, you know, we I just didn't think that we um, necessarily put them away when we had opportunities, and I think we played great. Uh, but the first half, you know, defense giving us short field, taking advantage of them, getting points. Thought we were really efficient. Thought we played really well in the first half. So um, you know, second half need to play a little bit better. But the the goal is to win, and we won um, pretty convincingly, and it was a good win for this team, and a huge game for us, and I'm excited about that. Trevor, when you look at the three-game winning streak, is this kind of who you guys thought you could be and would be going into the season? Yeah, I mean, I think that this is where we want to be. You know, we're, we're getting better every week. I think that's the, that's the most exciting thing is we're getting better every week. We're, we're getting closer. I feel like the momentum and the energy is really rolling for us, and we got to keep that going every week. You know, now especially it's a short week on the road, um, so it's the same same mindset. we got to – Make sure we dial in on all the details, get our bodies back for this for this game coming up on Thursday. I mean, now it's three, four days away, so we got to get ready for that one. Trevor, congrats on the victory. First off, uh, the, you know, as you mentioned, the first half everything just seemed to go right, but get to that fourth quarter. Um, how disappointed are you to go into New Orleans on on that? You got points, but again, you mentioned the defense and the, the field uh, that gave you for that, and uh, also the fact that. Did it look like the Colts were just playing like a desperate team, just trying to make a play at that point? Um, you know, I'm not not too disappointed. I, mean, I am disappointed in that. I feel like we kind of had some drives where we were had a little lull in our in our offense. So I think that's obviously you never want that to happen. But it's also tough in that in that position. You know, we can do a better job situationally. Like we need first downs. We still need to move the ball. We need to get points. But when you got that big of a lead. You're, you're trying to possess the ball, trying to keep it out of their hands, just trying. It's, so you're playing, a, it's like a balancing act of, you know, do you stay, how aggressive do you stay, all those things. And I think that's something where we need to be better executing. We were really bad on first down in the, first, in the fourth quarter. So it put us in second and long, and then they can 
kind of do whatever they want. They can they can drop out, play zone coverage, like make make you throw it underneath. They can pressure you, um, put you in a tougher position. So I think we got to be better on first down in those situations. And then, um, you know, I'm never going to be too disappointed in a win though. It's hard to win in this league, and especially division games. And this is a that's a that's a good team. You know, they're two and one in the division coming into today. So it was a big win for us. Uh, so looking now, we're turning the page on to New Orleans, but. Um, yeah, you could tell at the end they were trying to dial some stuff up to try to get the ball back and give themselves a shot. Christian said uh, he saw you saw something in week one that the Colts did in, in coverage, and you took advantage of it this time on the touchdown to him. Could you tell us uh, what, what did you see that time around, and, and how did you get that score? Yeah, it was just something, you know, we, we'd... We'd been in empty a few times in the first game, and there were some some things that I saw, especially after watching it, and then going back this week preparing for him again, where I saw just in how they played their coverage, and they, they play their same coverage 70% of the game. Then they'll mix it up a little bit, but they want to play their three deep type coverage. And I thought we had a we had I had a little tell on just if I can if I can set outside and get this corner to tie down. He's really the the three deep. He's the deep third player. So if he ties down, there's really no one left for Christian. So that's what we talked about this week. And, you know, that was something that I felt really confident that we would get. And I showed him all the clips and honestly happened exactly how we thought it would. That it doesn't always work that way when you think something's going to work. But uh, it was cool that it, that it happened that way today. Trevor, four turnovers that the defense created today. You scored on three of them. Just what you can say about total team football. It's huge. I think that's the thing. Uh, it's, we're playing complimentary. We've done that the last three weeks now. We've won all three of those games. It's kind of you know it, it definitely t it ties together. And you know even today I don't think I don't know what the stats were, but you know we were good in the first half. Second half didn't move the ball much. Didn't have a ton of yards. But when you have the turnovers and you're scoring off turnovers that the defense is providing, and you you know it doesn't look like necessarily you look at the stat sheet that we played that great, but you look at the turnover margin and you look at the points off turnovers, and that's huge. And we're just playing really complimentary. That's what the good teams do. You take advantage when other teams when the other team makes mistakes, um, and you limit your mistakes. And that's what I think we're doing a better job of th through these last three games. <coughs> Trevor, obviously a win's a win, um, but I know Doug has said that you pass to score, you run to win on this team. Did you feel like you guys did that today, in particular in the second half? Um, not not necessarily in the second half. I think in the first half we did. I thought we were really efficient. We were moving the ball. Um, we were attacking, you know, all those things. You know, you could, you could probably tell watching the game. That's what it felt like. Um, and then in the second half, I just think that we got to execute better, like I said, whether that's on first down, not having a, a negative play or, or whatever it is, not having a miscommunication with me and Christian. You know, that's something where we've, we've played a lot together now, and we have to be better, and I have to be better at, at you know, making things clear in that situation. They did a good job, brought up pressure, and you know, we were able to, that's the one thing you don't want is in that situation to turn it over in our territory and give them the ball back there. That's really the only way they have a chance is if you give them turnovers and you know, you don't execute on offense. So that was something where definitely need to clean up and that's something that we can take away from to get better at. But we did everything we needed to do to win and we took advantage of the opportunities that we had. When we had a short field we scored um, and that was just that was kind of the story today. Mike Brodsky, Florida National News. Uh, last year, Trevor, you celebrated uh, a playoff victory at uh, Waffle House. Uh, for this season, have you identified an, uh, any have you identified any places where you might actually celebrate uh, any of the key victories for the Jaguars? And also, how did you celebrate the two London victories as well? Um, <clears throat> I haven't I haven't picked the the spot that we're going to celebrate this year yet. Uh, 
still early. We got a lot of work to do before we get there, but um, no, I haven't. That's a good question. And then for my birth, or not for my birthday, for sorry, my birthday was in London, but for the two London wins, didn't really do much. We're trying to get back and get our bodies back on this time here, the five-hour time change, all that. So we we're kind of just trying to recover and keep this momentum going. But um, now I have some family in town, so we hung out with them a little bit, and, and Marissa, obviously, so that was, that was good. Uh, Trevor, everybody knows that Josh Allen is in a, is in a contract year. Uh, can you even imagine a locker room there next year without Josh Allen in it? No, I mean, he's a huge part of this team. Um, I mean, just brings a lot of energy. Uh, has that intensity, that look in his eyes every day, whether it's practice, Sunday, whenever. Um, just brings a lot of energy to our team, to the defense. And he's playing He's playing great right now. And I mean, that's you need guys like that, especially pass rushers, guys on the D-line. And he's, he's bringing that for us. Uh, uh, follow up, how much respect does he command because of the fact that he was here even before you were and, and went through some, the, the team was going through some really tough times. Not that you haven't gone through it yourself, but but the fact that he's been through a lot of that. I think, you know, guys respect, guys res respect uh, players based on really their, their work ethic, how they come to work every day. And obviously performance is a big part of that too. You got to to command the respect. You got to take care of your business on the field too. So he does all those things. He, he works extremely hard. He's a great example for young guys coming in. Uh, I know he was that way when I came in. It's just a guy you can look to that's going to do things the right way. So he, he commands a lot of respect in that locker room. Guys, guys respect his opinion, what he thinks, the way he carries himself. Um, and then especially the guys that have been here now for a few years have been through the, the good and the bad times and all that. I think they have a, a great perspective on, you know, I guess where we're at right now, and I think that's that's an important thing. We got a lot of guys that have been here for a long time that have that perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate you. Football game today. Jags get it done, thirty-seven twenty. Trevor Lawrence twenty of thirty, one eighty-one, two touchdowns and interception. Gardner Minshew thirty-three of fifty-five, three twenty-nine, a touchdown and three interceptions in the game. The Jags. Uh, scuffling in the run game overall, certainly in the second half. ETN, 18 carries, 55 yards, 3.1 average with two touchdowns, both of those early in the game as well. Uh, Evan Ingram, the leading receiver, at least in catches, 7 for 41. And Christian Kirk had a receiving touchdown, as did Brenton Strange, the first in his career today. Foye Luokan, 15 tackles in the game Ten for the solos. Jaguars. Yee. 10 solo tackles. What a day for the uh, defensive captain, and Devin Lloyd, nine tackles, seven solos in his return, and a couple of what could have been interceptions if his uh, thumb is – if he's not wearing that brace today on his right thumb. So, uh, that said, that's a look at the stats. Let's get our Jaguars Radio Network player of the game voting in. I get a vote. Mike gets a vote. Fred gets a vote and a half to break any deadlocks. What you got, Fred? You want to get us going? You got me out oh. Let's get uh, Fred on here. What do you got, Fred? Oh, uh, you got me out the gate. Uh, yeah. That was that was a little tricky thing right there, JP. Um you know, uh, it's tough, I'm, right? I'm gonna go with. Um, oh man, that is a tough one. Sheesh, man. Put you on the spot. You put me on the spot. I mean, I, I think I uh, from the offensive side, I, I can't give it to anyone on the offense. I'm just trying to figure out who I want to give it to here on the defense. There's um, a lot of options on defense. Uh, they all played well. They they did play well. I, I don't I don't know who to give it to. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it to uh, Rashard Jenkins. You know, he had one pick, uh, total one pick, one pass defense. He had another pick that was called back due yep. to an offside by Trayvon Walker. 
And then right after that on a third and two, got his hands close to a, what could have been another pick, but to go along with his uh, eight tackles, I thought he played a, a pretty decent game. But it's just a ton of options right here, man. I don't know. So many options. Yeah. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go Foyer Aluakin with the 15 total tackles, 10 solo tackles. This team was really good against the run. That was priority number one coming into this game. Um, so for me, it's uh, and Lewican had two passes defensed as well, one tackle mm -hmm. for loss in the game. That's a pretty strong stat line. So Mike Dempsey, it's up to you. Yep, we're going against the Hall of Famer today. I'm with you with uh, Foye Lewican. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you know it's a team in Indianapolis that wants to run the football. That's mm -hmm. a middle linebacker's okay. game, and that's you know Foye. Yeah. Uh, on pace to lead the league in tackles for the third consecutive year. Ten solos, five assists, uh, one in the backfield, couple of pass breakups. Uh, it, like you said, Fred, there are a lot of good candidates on defense today. Josh Allen for the sack fumble that got them rolling and, and helped them extend the lead early. Uh, you mentioned Rayshon Jenkins got your vote, but uh, two votes for Foye Aluakin. Yeah. We outvoted Fred. Today. And I don't disagree it. with that. You know, there's so many options in uh, – uh, foyer, you know, I, I hope somebody recognizes that this guy's a pro bowler. You know, he leads the league every year, and they kind of overlook him, but uh, he's certainly a great player, and uh, he's the player of the game. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, then look no further than Ford F-150. Loaded with impressive capabilities and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between, this truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Baptist Health Injury Report when we return. A few on the list today and a Jaguars win 37-20 over the Colts. It's Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Maximize your energy savings with a new energy-efficient heating and cooling system from Florida Home Air Conditioning today. Get up to $1,750 back and a free Nest thermostat when Florida Home buys back your old inefficient HVAC system. Expert technicians and flexible payment options are great reasons to call Florida Home today. Florida Home Air Conditioning, the official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit FloridaHomeAC.com for details, terms, and conditions. License number CMC 1250399, CFC 1400665, EC 1300-08557. FloridaHomeAC.com. Brooks Rehabilitation has more than 50 years of experience serving the North Florida community with cutting-edge rehabilitation care, ranging from joint replacements, sports injuries, and balance issues to traumatic brain injuries, spinal cord injuries, and strokes. Their highly trained clinical teams span across their system of care to include inpatient, outpatient, skilled nursing, assisted living and memory care, home health, and adaptive community programs. Learn more at brooksrehab.org. Brooks is proud to be the rehabilitation provider for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Daily's Dash is not only your Jaguars game day stop, but a great place to grab a meal any day of the week. To honor the Jags and the fans, we've crafted the Duval Sub. The Duval comes with freshly sliced turkey, ham, melted cheddar, and habanero jack cheese topped with crisp lettuce, fresh tomatoes, and a double portion of our secret sauce, all served on a fresh roll. Come by your local's Daily Stash today to get your delicious Duval sub. Daily's is the official convenience store sponsor of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Frank Frangie here. When you want barbecue in Jacksonville, you want Bono's Pit Barbecue. You can find Bono's locations all around town and on game day at Everbank Stadium because Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over 70 years of authentic Southern Pit Barbecue, we are the local barbecue joint in BBQ-Vol for generations of people in Jacksonville. Go to Bono'sBarbecue.com to learn more or call 904-880-8310 today. And remember, if you don't see a pit, it ain't legit.
Restaurant Orsay is a bustling French-American bistro focusing on classic French techniques with their chefs incorporating a traditional southern influence. Celebrate life's special moments or just relax and enjoy their daily happy hour, weekend brunch, and nightcap on Friday and Saturdays from 10 until midnight. Restaurant Orsay, located in historic Avondale, 3630 Park Street. Visit www.restaurantorsay.com. Hey, it's Salem from Travel Camp RV, the official RV dealer of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I wanted to personally invite you to come shop with us. With locations throughout the southeast, we're likely not far from you. We offer the nation's top RV brands. You can expect value pricing from the get-go and guaranteed best financing options. You can also find us online at TravelCamp.com. Our mission is simple, to help more families make more great memories. In an RV, Travel Camp RV, we've had the pleasure of doing this since 1982. Jaguars postgame continues. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Jaguars radio network. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, Fred Taylor. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC continues after a Jaguars win 37-20 over the Indianapolis Colts. And time for the injury report presented by Baptist Health and the Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And unfortunately, a handful of Jaguars on the list today. Tyson Campbell with a hamstring injury in the second quarter did not return, the cornerback. And then Brandon Sheriff with an ankle injury uh, was in the second quarter. He did not come in. Hans played at right guard at his place. And then, of course, Trevor Lawrence, the left knee that will be under the microscope in the coming days, 304 to play fourth quarter, and he got twisted up. And that uh, is certainly not ideal. You just heard from Trevor Lawrence a few minutes ago. He's not exactly sure yet. We'll take a close look at that in the coming day, uh, no doubt about that. That goes with Walker Little, who did not play today with a knee injury. Zay Jones did not play today with a knee injury. And the question would be on a short week, Fred, that's, that's a tough turn for even – any of the guys we just listed here. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, it, it all goes back to um, the mental preparation for the guys that are able to go. The guys that haven't that didn't play today, hopefully they're a bit closer to their return. But the guys that were banged up today, hopefully they can get the uh, necessary treatment that they need, whether, again, whether it be massage for that inflammation that tends to set in, uh, ice and cold, hot tub con uh, contrast, uh, which I love. Uh, that saved my life. Really? Yeah, that that was amazing treatment. But just everything else that they need to do from, you know, hip flex, uh, hip um, alignment, because when you play these games, the hip gets out of whack and people don't pay a lot of attention to that. But when you go in there, you do hip realignment, that actually helps you recalibrate yourself. So a lot of little things they have to make sure they are, are tough on this week. Uh, but more, most importantly, being able to get the mental reps being able to visualize because they're not going to get the same amount of reps that they would get on a norm, normal week. So this week is going to be big, big, big on visualization and mental reps. And hopefully they can get out there Thursday night and do the best they can and win the game. Yeah, look, it's not like the Saints are uh, an imposing offense right now, right? So you know, you got a few guys – 
banged up, mostly on the offensive side for the Jaguars. So your, your defense, even if you're down Tyson Campbell, I would say, in a short week. I mean, Chris Olave's a good player, but, you know, Derek Carr's struggling a little bit this year. I, I think it all comes down to is Trevor Lawrence ready to go on Thursday night. My suspicion is he will be. He's a young guy. It, we talked about the circumstances of how this happened, but, you know, um, apologies to the rest of them. I'll take Trevor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, if nobody else played, I would still take Trevor as opposed to all the other guys returning and not having your quarterback. I don't think that's going to be the issue on Thursday. So there you have it, the injury report presented by Baptist Health. We're back with our final thoughts after a Jaguars win, 37-20 over the Colts. It's Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars fans, Everbank is building its future on the partnership and the performance you know and trust. Take advantage of high-yield savings solutions with Money Market, online savings, CDs, and more. Visit everbank.com slash Jaguars today for your financial advantage. Everbank, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Something happens when you begin to believe. What seems way off in the distance gets closer. You focus on what needs to get done, and you'll let nothing get in your way. Next year becomes this year, and maybe next time becomes now. A whole city will rally behind you and begin to believe, too. Because when you believe, the unbelievable can happen. We believe in justice for everyone, and we believe we're the attorneys to help people get it. Farah and Farah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jaguars. Jacksonville. Cancer patients across the Southeast make Baptist MD Anderson Cancer Center in Jacksonville their first choice for treatment. Dr. Jonathan Milquist explains why. We have so many resources that can help a patient from the very onset, and we just have a degree of unity and cohesive care that is hard to match. It's especially with the tougher cancers that we really excel. Appointments available now. Call 844-632-2278. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7-liter high-output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromised durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks! This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags get a win over the Colts, 37-20. Jaguars now 4-2, first place in the AFC South. The 50-50 raffle is brought to you by the Duval Motor Company. And a big jackpot today, $45,807.75 split down the middle, $22,902.88 to the winning number of 990-178-18015. Good luck. Congratulations. Thanks for your contributions to the Jaguars Foundation. Thursday. Superdome, New Orleans, Saints, Jaguars, Thursday night football, Fred. When did you finally, after a Sunday game, feel right enough normally to play? You mentioned all this you know, rehab and things you used to do. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever really feel right until Sunday, or is Thursday always just that, hey, let's just 
we're fighting through some stuff, both teams. I can tell you this, JP. You felt your worst on Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday were awful. After a so, Sunday. After a Sunday game. Um, I, I started to feel a bit better on Thursday. That's when I hit my stride. And then Fridays, you know, mentally, you knew it was only a short practice. So you can get out there and kind of run around. The pads are off. Uh, but Thursday would be that day where, you know, you're back and you really want to try and get after it and, and fine-tune everything. Um, but, again, those short weeks are a little bit different because now Thursday is game day. Wednesday is a, is a walk-through day. Uh, so, yeah, it's, those are the toughest. But the beauty of a Thursday night game is the 10-day break yeah. after those games. Uh, but, yeah, they just got to grind it out, uh, display mental toughness. Uh, if they can go, they're going to go. Uh, and they just got to try to do their best to get a win, man. And after that, they can take a short break yeah, and, Mike, and recover. Yeah, and, Mike, the, the short week travel, I mean, it is uh, – road teams on Thursday night struggle no matter where you are, no matter the opponent, a lot. Well, look, it's not only that. It's coming off of two weeks in London, right? So you had that. You had this game today where you had some guys get beat up a little bit. Then you've got the short week on the road in an environment where no matter how good the Saints are – their fans go crazy for primetime games. I mean, they really get up for them. So the atmosphere, you're going to have to deal with that, Fred, right at the opening kickoff. You're going to have to be ready for the intensity that the Saints are going to bring. So hopefully the Jags will be able to do that as well. Uh, If you have a situation like that when the crowd is going nuts, you anticipate it. Like the Colts today wanted to take the ball first. They won Mm -hmm. the toss, took the ball, and I felt like they tried to take the Jags fans and everybody yep. out and just deflate the ball a little bit, go on this long, boring, you know, chip away kind of drive. It, it, if the Jags win the kickoff or the, the coin flip on Thursday night, do you go with the deferred to the second half or do you try to maybe take the ball and, and get the, uh, you know, the, the crowd quieted down a little bit? That's a great question, Mike. Uh, I think I'll do what they've been doing. I'll, I'll, I'll put my defense out there. Mm-hmm. I kind of right now the defense seems to be the strength. Put them out there that way, you know, you have an opportunity to come in after coming out of you know halftime with your offense to try and you know really uh, put a dagger into the team. That's in fact if you have a lead. But uh, set the tone with the defense. Let them get out there. Hopefully they can get a three and out. Give it to the offense. If they can go down and score, then it's going to be crickets in that stadium. Uh, so yeah, I, I would defer. Let the defense go and do their thing pretty much like they've been doing these past, um, what, six games. Fred, uh, great week. Ice up. Thursday comes quick. (laughs) He'll be all right. I'm going to be ready. (laughs) (laughs) Mike, we'll uh, talk to you a little bit later as well. Uh, Fred, we'll see you next week. I'll be ready. That's Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars, running back. For Mike Dempsey, I'm J.P. Shadrick. Our thanks to Bucky Brooks as well down the hallway with the head coach and some Jaguars players after a Jaguars win. 37-20 37-20 over the Colts. For those on our flagship station, stick around. 1010XL, it's the scoreboard show next. And this has been Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network.